Welcome to The Exchange, the official podcast of the Fred C. Manning School of Business at Acadia University, Wolfville, Nova Scotia. Acadia University is a member of the Maple League of Universities, an association of premier, primarily undergraduate universities that consistently rank highest for educational quality in Canada. The School of Business at Acadia University is named after Fred C. Manning, the first person in Canada to receive the honor of having a business school named after him. To learn more about Acadia University and the business school, please visit acadiau.ca and business.acadiau.ca. And now, on to the podcast. Hey guys, my name is Noah Tompkins. Uh, today I'll be your host of the Ask Change podcast, the official podcast of the FC Manning School of Business Administration at Acadia University here in Wolfville, Nova Scotia. Uh, today our guest will be Brett Murray, the co-founder along with myself of Creative Tide, a social media marketing company who our mission is to empower rural Atlantic Canada to tell its stories and show its value through video production, social media, and human-centered marketing solutions. Uh, today I'll be assuming the host duties, but Brett and I expect this to be pretty informal, pretty informal and uh, a bit of a conversation between the two of us. So uh, without further ado, we'll, we'll get started with, uh, with what we're talking about today. So the first question I'm going to ask you, Brett, is, uh, is who are you and, and where are you from? Yeah, so uh, thanks for me on today. Uh, my name is Brett Murray. I'm from a nice little town in kind of northern Nova Scotia called New Glasgow. Um, grew up there until I uh, took off to Katie University. Uh, started in 2013 here and uh, graduated this year. Um, finished my Bachelor of Business Administration, uh, double major in Employment Relations and Entrepreneurship and Innovation. Great, and uh, I mean, for, for the reference of our listeners, um Myself, Noah, I, I grew up in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, just across the bridge from Halifax, uh, and I came here to Acadia just a, a year after Brett, and uh, I'm just about to finish up, as well as Brett, my, uh, my BBA here with a major in Entrepreneurship and Innovation. Um, so, Brett, as an Entrepreneurship and Innovation major, or an E&I major, as we, we usually refer to it here, um, what has been your experience? Yeah, so I guess... Um Probably best just kind of start from the beginning. I wasn't actually originally uh, my declared major wasn't wasn't an E and I major, so I was employment relations major. I uh, went through there until I was in my fourth year, uh, and then I picked up a class called social entrepreneurship with Ryan McNeil, and kind of was just taking it to take it. it seemed kind of interesting, and then pretty well by the end of that first week, uh, I, <laughs> I knew I was no longer just uh, just an employment relations major and. Yeah, it was basically kind of like, well, this is great, but also in my fourth year now, and then I want to take yeah. this new route in my degree, which is obviously a little nerve-wracking, I think, at the time, because, mm -hmm. you know, starting to see the kind of the end of the tunnel, and wasn't sure what mom and dad would say about me <laughs> <laughs> declaring a major, basically starting in my in my final semester of university, Yeah. Um, but it all really worked out, um, came back for, for fifth year and graduated uh, with both majors. So uh, it certainly didn't 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 hurt me at all. Um, but yeah, with uh, 
I, I certainly didn't see myself going into the entrepreneurship major. Um, you know, I knew about it and kind of got the gist of it, but I just kind of seemed to like the employment relations more. And I think I had the mindset of like, that's great to take that entrepreneurship program. I, you know, I kind of saw myself eventually, I think, being an entrepreneur, but I wasn't sure how it would prepare me to be an entrepreneur. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of went want to go with like a safer route. Right. I think looking back in hindsight is, and yeah. that's kind of what I did. Yeah. Um, so I think I was, you know, I was kind of thinking, uh, well, that's great. I'm sure it's super interesting that entrepreneurship major. But what if I don't have like this <laughs> successful company by the time I, by the time I leave Acadia? Because I was thinking like, well, if they box up all the employment relations, students, marketing, finance, accounting, and, and send them off to all those departments, I was like, there's obviously no entrepreneurship department. <laughs> right? Was my thinking. You, yeah. So where does that leave me? Right. So yeah. I thought it was like this huge risk that at yeah. the time I wasn't, I wasn't willing to take. But uh, like I said, after I picked up that first entrepreneurship course, I kind of realized how wrong I was at that and mm. uh, realized that my perception is certainly way off and uh, that it was something I really want to pursue. Yeah, totally. I know. I mean, I had a similar experience where my dilemma when I was going to going to declare my major was, was did I want to go the marketing route and, and do a marketing major or do entrepreneurship? And um I, again, I had a similar thought where I was like, okay, well, if I do an entrepreneurship major, what does that even mean? I had never heard of that before. Right. It immediately sounded like the coolest thing in the world, entrepreneurship and innovation. I was like, that's the coolest degree you can get. And I will still say to this day, it is. The, <laughs> it actually, I was correct, it is the coolest degree you could ever get. But um, yeah, at the time, it was like, what what could that possibly mean um, for, for one? And then two, like, yeah, like, is anyone going to want to hire an entrepreneurship major if I don't say start my own business like I'd always wanted to start a business even from the time kind of I'd gotten into just starting my second year here at Acadian business and starting to get my feet wet in the business uh, in the business world but um, I didn't I didn't really think that I was ever going to actually be say like self-employed working for myself after starting a business as a student because I didn't I didn't think you, you could do that <laughs> yeah, no absolutely I didn't think that you you know I thought maybe uh, if I really put my mind to it, I might be able to start a business and kind of do something on the side or whatever and maybe create something cool. But I didn't realize that you could actually say dive into just starting a business and just take, you know, a bit of a risk, but not um, anything monumental, especially at this age, you know, when you don't have a mortgage or <laughs> yeah. kids or anything like that. Like for you to take even, you know, just not take a job and just take a little bit of time um, working for yourself isn't isn't anything crazy so anyway um maybe to get back to the actual major I know for me it's been as I kind of already said um it's the coolest degree you can take (laughs) and uh I've had an incredible experience um so what has been your experience since you did make the decision to do an E&I major what's been your experience there yeah, absolutely. Um, so, oh, positive. Yeah, yeah <laughs> positive. Yeah. My experience has been extremely yeah. positive. Um, it certainly was different than I thought it was going to be in a good way. To be honest, yeah. I guess I didn't really know what uh, it was going to be. No, neither did like I. Like I had this really blurry, vague kind of yeah vision of what what it could look like, but uh, I I really didn't know what it what it was. So, uh, I go to in my second semester of my fourth year kind of got into it taking like uh, entrepreneurship and innovation uh, the course itself yeah um and, and kind of got my head into that space mm-hmm. i got i kind of like to talk about as um 
realizing that the entrepreneurship program wasn't just a bunch of entrepreneurs that are just born and bred oh, yeah, going to yeah. be entrepreneurs and I kind of thought that maybe that's what it was like and and the program kind of would nurture nurture them but I was kind of thinking like well I've never started a business like I, I know I had aspirations to eventually like again very yeah. like vague kind of ambiguous aspirations yeah. and like down the road is a lot down the road like, oh that's when I'm an thing. adult like I'm not that's I can't do it yet like yeah yeah like I kind of pictured it as being like one of those things where like I just get so fed up and like sick with what <laughs> I'm doing every day in a day job that like I snap and I'm just like okay I have to start a business now was <laughs> right. like kind of how I thought it would be because like yeah. it, it, I'd never had that thought that it was something that could be more immediate and like it was something you could just start working yeah. on yeah exactly yeah 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 <laughs> like I felt like I needed to be like I don't know at some point of frustration or something with mm-hmm. like my day job that I hate it and then eventually I become yeah. an entrepreneur um, and that that certainly wasn't the case so really I think the entrepreneurship program as I got into it and learned kind of what it meant um, yeah that's when I started realizing that I was like oh okay you don't have to have this golden ticket idea no um, it's more so like you can look at a problem or an opportunity or maybe it is some sort of idea mm. and then again it's not running with the idea it's like shaping it and molding it and changing yeah. it and pivoting and changing it and pivoting and changing it yeah. until <laughs> and, until basically you have something that uh, really doesn't even look like yeah, what you started, started at with. least that's from my experience yeah um, so I guess the biggest thing like a droid taught me is just being comfortable with ambiguity being comfortable with the change and knowing that like chances are if you want to be see any success with your idea it's gonna be like probably a different idea than you yeah exactly so like i think the entrepreneurship program was really amazing for me in that sense is it like got me thinking in that space of like constant change and how to change and how to go about that like yeah and especially with with kind of the the lens it takes with like using like design thinking um i found that like so effective yeah for like just working out ideas and like Mm. It was weird, like, even using it, like, for example, last summer, like, I was a fishing guide um, at a super remote camp in northwestern Ontario, and I would be using, like, human-centered design thinking in that job, just right. because it was all super guest-facing, right? Like, our right. It was a hospitality industry job, and it comes down to it, like, yes, it was a fishing guide, but really, it's, it's hospitality Yeah, you're right? serving a guest. I'm serving a guest, so yeah, totally. even just, like, thinking little things, like, okay, how do I make this guest day as easy as possible as best as possible like right. how are they using our lodge these boats facilities what do they want on the trip especially when i was one-on-one guiding yep crazy like you think oh okay you're fishing god you have to get biggest and most fish like mm-hmm. there, there's a good day turns out like half my clients had no interest in fishing at all <laughs> right it, whether it was someone's right. children there that like were just kind of dragged along or like someone that Maybe they're like they're just super content with like seeing a bunch of the lake. They just want to see as much as they could. Oh, just right. And then there's other people, obviously, that are like, we don't want to spend time driving. We want to catch fish. We want big fish. So you have to figure out. It was kind of the same. Like figure out what what the market needs. We'll figure out what your client needs and go from there. Right. That was that was kind of my experience. And like, I think once I started doing that, I was like, oh, I see the applications of this entrepreneurship innovation program really now. It's not that it's like something you have to do yourself and it's useless outside of being like you know sole proprietor or like in some sort of Whatever, entrepreneurial yeah. venture mm-hmm. it's something you can definitely use like at almost at every job yeah. I can imagine like I don't yeah. see any circumstance I couldn't use what I've learned yeah. and I think where it gets you so comfortable with ambiguity and, and change like 
I think you become a lot more adaptive and like yeah. can just kind of hop into something that you're uncomfortable with. You might totally, not know a whole totally. lot about and you're like, oh, I can work through this because yeah. you've kind of done it before in class and yeah. and everything with the classes, it's not boxed into the classroom. Like it's super open-ended and like there's, there's room for almost everything you do in class, either if it's more like theory-based to apply it somewhere or, but most of it is really hands-on and like oh, just yeah. doing and instead of necessarily just thinking and like there's always room for those projects to blossom to something yeah. more than a class project into something that is real and something that could be a career. It could be yeah. a, maybe it's like, a side hustle, but like what we've done, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. what we've done with creative time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, totally. And I think what, what's cool with like an entre- the entrepreneurship degree is like you, you, st- you come to realize what that really means and realize that you don't know what that mean- yeah. means also. And yeah. that like to do a degree in entrepreneurship doesn't mean like, Oh, you're, preparing yourself so that you can start a business and be an entrepreneur right after you graduate. Like, that's not what that means. And it's not like, oh, no one's gonna hire you because you have a degree in how to start a business, not to be in a business. Yeah. Like, that's not, it doesn't make sense. And like, yeah. you, you come to realize that like entrepreneurship itself, particularly how it's viewed at Acadia and how the world is coming to view it now in within the actual like academic world around it, is that it isn't starting a business. It's, you know, it's, it's closer to really how you, create something like how do you take like some idea that comes in your head whatever it is um whether it's a business whether it's something within you know you're working with your own within a company and you're like oh well this is a problem i like we you know whatever the problem is like okay i think i i know a way to solve it and and being able to do that and and, and make things happen is really what it's all about um and so it's been pretty cool pretty cool to be a part of and i think it, it was i i think f- i would um I would say a lot of the same things as you about my positive experience with it and it's been it's been great and it's it's kind of sad to leave but it's something that i think uh we would both <laughs> highly recommend to yeah. to a lot of people yeah for sure i think that's the thing it's not like a training thing it's not like these hard skills like of like no this is how you go out and seek like you know funding. yeah yeah this exactly. is how you this is how you pitch to investors pitch like, investors this is how you open your front you know i mean yeah. kind of like you get this thing started it's it's on so much that it's it's the thinking and the processes of like ideation yeah. and then like i said pivoting on those and, and finding out how to best serve whoever your target market or customer or whoever audience whatever yeah. that is yeah totally um all right great i think we're gonna move on to the next question is um why did you want to start a business in the first place yeah. any business <laughs> why did you want to do it why do i want to start a business um that's a that's a good question. So, I think part of it is my personality, and I don't mean that in the sense of like I was born to be an entrepreneur. Like mm. you know, like I say, I yeah. certainly don't think I was just this born person to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, but I think I've always had like this sense of like a need for some sort of freedom, or at least <laughs> maybe perceived freedom. Yeah. You know, like when it comes down to it, even as a business owner, you certainly have something to answer to, and that oh, for yeah. us is your clients, right? And yeah. and to be honest, often they might be more demanding than a boss, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and like you have to deliver every time. So you're still accountable to someone. You're still kind of on some sort of chain there. But like, I think even going back to like when I was a little kid, like I quit preschool <laughs> at the age of like three and a half or four or something and just like came home and I was like, yeah, I quit. <laughs> I, although my parents say I pronounce it twit, just for the record. Um, and they're like, Brett, like, what do you mean you quit preschool? And I was like, yeah, they make me do this at this time. They do this at this time. Like, 
I like playing in the sandbox a lot, but I only get to that an hour a day. Yeah. The sandbox is there all day. Why do I have to do things <laughs> on someone else's schedule? Yeah. And I think my parents probably were like a little worried then. Like, oh, we're going to have a hard time with this one. But <laughs> I think I turned out pretty, pretty good. Right. I didn't give them too much of a hard time over the years with that. But I think it's yeah, that sense for like freedom of some sort I've always wanted. And like anytime I have been kind of locked down that like nine to five job, I've just not been happy. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of probably why when you look at my resume you're like what is this guy doing like yeah i've worked i've done like the nine to five office job that like right after my first year like would would have been like a prime gig for yes. any first year business student totally like and oh, it was yeah. great experience i loved uh i worked for sobeys back home in new glasgow it was an amazing opportunity for me like i got to go back to new glasgow after the summer work in a relevant field yeah. like I really loved my department loved what I did yep. loved the people I worked with and still though at the end of the day I was like this isn't for me which yeah. is weird right it's yeah. like it's like it wasn't like a bad job it was just nothing like wrong with it. Yeah. there was nothing wrong with it it was good Yeah. but I was like this just still isn't for me so then yeah. like I did a couple years of even working like uh, for the Pitta River Association back home doing conservation work uh, and then went to a year of a summer of guiding, uh, literally a gun, a five acre yeah. deserted island in the middle of the <laughs> northwestern Ontario bush. Mm. Um, but even there, when like when I was guiding, like it was been a dream since I was a kid. Like that was, yeah. If I achieved that, like I was like, I'm good. You made it. I'm good. <laughs> um, but still, like even sometimes I was there, I'd be like, ah, you know what? This isn't for me. Like I'm still yeah. boxed into this like role and this title that I don't, really don't like. Yeah. And I didn't like that feeling of just being boxed into mm-hmm. a title or like even just kind of work for someone and again like I loved that place I might the owners of the lodge were just like unbelievable uh just learned so much like mm-hmm. super thankful for every second of that experience and I think I learned without that experience I never would have started a business too right interesting um I think it gave me confidence again it was that getting comfortable with ambiguity like you're like yeah you're guiding but when it comes down to it, you're on a deserted island and like my boss might be like, Brett, we need you to go fix that hot water tank. Yeah, exactly. Never even touched a hot water tank before. <laughs> but like by the end of the day, I had fixed it somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mind you, I did set two hot water tanks on fire over the summer, <laughs> like massive flames almost burned down the cabin. Um, oh. But like, you know, you, you learn through that. And yeah, like, failure. Failure, failure, right? right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Right on. I think um, for me, I think a way I kind of look at it why I wanted to start a business was like, you know, the same reason that, you know, a musician would want to like write an album, you know what I mean? Or, you know, a carpenter wants to build a house or build or build something. Like it was the same idea that I was going to school for business and I I loved it. I love the idea of an organization and like um, the behavior of people and how to build, you know, a cool organization. And I was interested in marketing and and business and everything so for me the natural next step was like well I love business and I think it's really interesting and this is what I'm learning in school um, so then obviously I want to make one of my own you know what I mean yeah. like that you don't yeah you don't become a, a carpenter because you want to go spend eight hours a day building something according to the dimensions of six other people telling you what to do probably right mm-hmm. um, or, or whatever that is that you love to do that you're interested in you want you probably want to just do something with it. Like it, to me, starting a business was almost more like an, like creating an art piece or something almost more than a job, which is what's so cool. Like the idea of being able to work through all that on my own and just be like, and just solve problems and 
build something and create something and mold something just from my own mind and create some kind of entity that does stuff and gives me something to do and uh, eventually actually pays me as well to do and just do what I like to do. I mean, that was the dream. To me, it only made sense to start a business because I'm studying business. So I want to create my own one. I don't want to go like, you know, find something else. I want to, I want to build a business because that's what I love. Right. So for me, that's why I think I wanted to, is it only kind of made sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess what I'll ask now is, so we, we've talked a little bit about us starting a business. Um, tell me what, <laughs> tell me a bit about our company. What does Creative, yeah, Create, uh, Creative Tide do? Yeah, so um, right now, like we're at the company, uh, we're a video production and marketing, social media marketing company, um, but we do that kind of through a design thinking lens. So basically like starting with empathetic thinking uh, mm-hmm. to get both get to know our customers and then trying to put ourselves in their shoes and figure out what they need with what they want and and then kind of thinking okay how do we translate this into a message that mm-hmm. their customers would get that resonates with them yep. that makes them you know kind of shot makes them shine in the in, in the in their best light and kind of shows them off in in a real authentic way because yep. kind of what we I think when we were starting it, we had this kind of mutual acknowledgement that we knew about a bunch of really awesome businesses mm-hmm. that are doing super cool stuff. And then like, you know, maybe Acadia students maybe heard of them you know, if they're around here, but yeah. then I'll like talk to my friends back home and be like, oh, wow, that's super cool. I had no idea they existed. Yeah. And that just like kept happening and happening and happening. And I got to the point where I was like, well, obviously they're doing great things kind of within their four walls. Yeah. How could I come to the picture and, you know, and kind of spread that, show that, basically mm-hmm. recreate those, whatever's happening inside the four walls and, you know, translate that to like their social media presence or in, 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 to the internet. Cause like, I think that was a bit of a gap in what we started hearing, you know, as we kind of got out of the building and started talking to the people, they're like, yeah, I know how to run my business. And that was evident, right? Yeah. Cause we've experienced it. Yeah. It's so awesome. They're like, however, trying to translate this onto online, like a lot of people feel kind of yeah. lost with that, right? So I was like, yeah. well, I can come in and, and do video production work. Um, and then I think, you know, together we kind of built out the rest of it as far as like the distribution of it and, and how to actually, um, you know, get that out there in an effective way. And then how to kind of build processes that we can really be sure and confident yeah. that we can do that, right? So we're not, mm-hmm. cause you can't just be spitballing every time. And, no, it's exactly. Oh yeah, this'll work, this'll work, right? So. Um, yeah, basically that's what we do. We video production, social media marketing company. Although I think I never box it in as that. I see because yeah. I mean, obviously, just how much it's evolved since we started in September. Um, it's now August. Vastly different company, business oh, yeah. model, everything. Um, look, a couple months ago, mm. still different the way we yeah. do things. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I can only imagine like six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, however much time down the road like it's it's going to be that much different as well oh, yeah, and i think totally. that's okay because it's going to be different for a good reason and we're going to, and it's going to be better for it yeah totally i mean that's that's what it's all about i mean the joke you always make is you know we'll be selling washing <laughs> machines in a year um because like when we first started off we were like oh well we're gonna be 
well, really, when we first started off, like, I didn't even know you. No. It was, it was me and I recognized you. I knew who you were from class over the <laughs> yeah. years, but, like, yeah. don't know if I spoke in a word to you. Yeah, and it was yeah. and it was me and Connor had this idea for social media marketing. Yeah, shout out to Connor Sheehan. Shout out to Connor Sheehan one of the for being one of the members. Exactly. Uh, can't be here anymore, but, um, so me and Connor had this idea of, like, well, we understand, like, we're getting a pretty good handle on social media marketing, and we're seeing this huge gap of businesses not knowing how, and you've got... Uh, business owners and managers of like smaller businesses that can't necessarily afford um, to hire you know a full-time marketing person and also just don't know their way around social media they're, they're new to it and they don't know how to use it um, in a way for marketing and they don't necessarily even realize the value of the tool so then me and Connor were like all right how do we go and basically do some kind of consulting work to help them through it and the whole idea was like we're not going to be like a you know full service marketing firm or anything like this like we you know we're not gonna we're not gonna do we're not gonna build websites we're not gonna you know make videos because <laughs> yeah. me and connor had no idea how to make videos um in any way shape or form and didn't even own a camera um but the whole idea was like yeah we talked about how it was at first we were called foundations marketing was was our name um before having to change it the day before we were going to register <laughs> because we found out someone else was already using the same name in halifax um classic example of us screwing up and having to adjust pretty quickly and and make some changes but again it ended up for the best because now we have a great brand that we love and we love our name we love our logo like it's it's come together really well and it, and it represents us better but um yeah we had this idea of how we were going to like just kind of help out small businesses a little bit at like a low cost and kind of help them you know get set up with their social media pages and like do kind of a bit of an audit of their online presence and and help them out and the whole like build the foundation idea that we had um and then and then meeting you and then suddenly we're like that's that's the missing piece like okay because you basically had the exact same idea as us but we're coming at it from a different angle and it's hilarious because now really that's what it's all built around it's like we completely me and connor's idea pivoted to kind of combine with what you're doing to basically add value yeah. to what you wanted to do yeah. and then now we have this combination business where we're doing something completely different and way better and a yeah. lot different from what anyone else is doing in the industry and we're also not devaluing ourselves no. like when we first started thinking that you know we we're going to be this like low cost provider yeah. because we thought oh well i was like i'm 21 yeah. like i, I can't the same <laughs> feeling yeah it's like i we have to be the low cost provider because like oh people have been doing it longer they must know wait they must be they must way be better at this yeah and then i think we started looking into it and we're like oh we're good <laughs> we're we can really do this and like started yeah. looking at some of the other offerings on the market like I wouldn't hire these people. No, <laughs> I mean, nothing. No. And, and mind you, there's a lot of people doing awesome stuff. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, whether it be like, you know, like Wes Booth uh, and the crew at Canopy and Jared mm -hmm. or Dave Culligan, like Mirror Image Media, like there's a bunch of people like doing good oh, stuff. Oh, for here. sure. So it's not like, not like we're like the- No, we're not the- <laughs> We're um, not, yeah, but totally. It's, it was, it was just, I think funny because when you're a student and yeah. when you're a young person, you don't give yourself the- Full value that you deserve because for us we are yeah we we're like we're 21 yeah. we're still in university like no one's gonna pay us like actual money to do this stuff yeah. um and then somewhere along the line we realized like oh man like we can do this we can do this like we we're good at what we do yeah. we know what we're talking about why would we 
charge people like basically nothing yeah. that like we can't even pay ourselves we, we couldn't even live at all on oh it. Like, not even close no we're making like dollars and like not no. even like no, when, you, when you actually start when after you like finish a project and look back at it and be like oh, okay so we made like a dollar twenty five an hour in that <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly don't know I, I know housing's pretty pretty ex- you know reasonable in Nova Scotia but not that reasonable exactly um, so yeah just kind of adjusting and like offering yeah being like being comfortable just being like you know this is the value you're providing and yeah it's fair to 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 charge yeah you know of equal kind of rate um and talk, I talking about how we started it was funny like um i think going circling back to what's a super common topic with us is like you know ambiguity and not knowing what can come and that's yeah. okay um because i knew i was going into venture creation um this the fall of my fifth year and uh I knew I had to have some sort of idea, so I was mm. like, okay, like kind of start stewing on it. And I was like, all right, I want to do video production. Like, I think I can do, like, I think I can make a go of it. Um, so basically, kind of the summer before, like I said, I was guiding and got my first DSLR. I've been doing it, like video editing and, uh, you know, shooting for a little while, but never like totally doubled down on it kind of thing. Um, so I, I had this idea, and I remember come, like, coming into class uh, with, with Michael Shepard, a uh, fan, fantastic prof here at Acadia. Um, it's done so much for us uh, throughout, throughout the years. Amazing. Um, and we kind of get into it, you know, a little brief intro thing, and, and then he goes into He's like, yeah, so uh, next week, kind of, we just kind of want you to bring, like, five ideas to the table each. Um, you're going to break off into groups of three for this class, and you'll be working groups of three. So I was like... Justin, I thought I'd like you, Michael. You're ruining <laughs> my dream. Uh, you're not working with anyone else. No yeah. one else here is going to take this serious. I can't build a business with anyone here. Like, I have my idea. I know what I want to <laughs> do. This is garbage. Mm-hmm. And But I was like, whatever. Like, you know, let's roll with it and see what happens. And uh, next class, yeah, kind of, we broke into like kind of a international cafe style discussion. And uh, eventually kind of go around to the point of, uh, you know, kind of saying right, what your kind of favorite idea or two is and kind of seeing if there's any similarities and I got around to me um, yeah. <laughs> and I remember like kind of like spinning out my idea and then like across the, the kind of the sort of talking circle were Noah and Connor and their eyes just kind of like locked into me and oh, like yeah. I wasn't sure if like they were able to tackle me <laughs> but like I knew I knew something was happening um, and then right after like yeah okay let's let's there's something here. Mm. Like, it was like the words weren't even able to, like, come out of our mouths because, like, we're like, oh, okay, this might actually work. Yeah. And then it was, I remember just being, like, super excited, being kind of within, like, the first couple minutes of, of talking to both of you. I was like, oh, okay, these these two are serious about doing this. Yeah. Like, they're going to be take this as serious as I am, and, like, they see the potential, and, like, mm-hmm. they see that this can kind of, like I say, bloom outside of the classroom. Yeah. Um, and I th- maybe you can talk well, about that experience for you. Yeah, I mean, we had the same thing. Me and Connor yeah. have been talking about it. Like we, I mean, we already had the name of our, our <laughs> business, which is like the yeah. last thing you really need oh, when yeah. you're yeah. starting a business of any kind, really. But um, me and Connor were like, all right, we're doing this. We're ready to go. We were all had already been talking about it like in the summer leading into, for us, our fourth year. And uh, we were so ready to go. And like me and Connor had already tried to start four or five businesses before probably which is again another lesson like just because the first time you try to do something and make something happen just because it doesn't pan out or even if you just for us our biggest issue was that we just lost traction and just stopped we lost interest when we when we started um coming to barriers before when we started businesses um and 
as a result, it never really got anywhere, right? We tried it so many times um, from like, we're gonna do a cookie dough business at the farmer's market to we're gonna do this um, a couple different like online platforms for different things and all these ideas. But then we finally were like, all right, this is simple. We know how to do it. We know there's this gap in the market right now where small businesses need this help. We think we can provide it, we're ready to go. And it was the same thing as you. We were like, we don't wanna work with anybody else because, because we know what we're doing. Yeah. Our idea is perfect, like it's great, <laughs> it's polished, you know, so we thought. And then yeah, as soon as we went around and then you said what you're gonna do, we were like, yep, that's a missing piece. And then we, yeah, we basically tackled you. <laughs> and uh, I think right away we knew that we were gonna have something good because like we literally, we were like, oh, let's take a picture of us signing our yeah. our little sheet that yeah. we we're gonna be partners just in case that this actually goes somewhere kind of thing. Yeah. And then now looking back, I hope you still have that picture somewhere. I do. It's okay, <laughs> good. Um, I think I saved it twice. Okay, great. Um, but yeah, then exactly. And then we were like, okay, never mind. Like we were stupid for thinking that we couldn't use any outside help. And anyway, now, and then obviously things have come a long way since 11 months ago. It's crazy that it's been almost a year yeah. that we've been working on this now, but yeah, things have come yeah. a long way. And like, you know, our additional, our original idea has completely morphed and been flipped on its head a couple yeah. different times um, to get to where we are, which has been, which has been phenomenal. But I mean, it, it's worked out in the end. Yeah. And we got here eventually, yeah. right? And we're still gonna keep screwing up, yeah. but yeah. And yeah, and I like lean back to you. Um, it wasn't that I was like the valuable piece to that. <laughs> to, to, I feel like I didn't add that in like, once I once we started talking, I was like, oh yeah, like the pieces really did click in. I think mm -hmm. after that, like like first few minutes, right? And it was just like, oh right. So I kind of what was important for me to realize too I was like, oh, I didn't have the whole piece. Oh, I didn't have the whole puzzle. You mm -hmm. didn't have the whole puzzle. Connor yeah. didn't. But then like you know, just because you don't doesn't mean that you can't find someone else that yeah. kind of like you know builds that whole picture for True. you. It's like you don't have to have all the skill sets yourself. Like that's what's so valuable. I think. But yeah, I mean like finding someone yeah. you like to work with, and it's the same kind of mindset on it. Yeah, totally. You're listening to the Axe Change, the official podcast of the Fred C. Manning School of Business Administration, Acadia University, Wolfville, Nova Scotia. Podcast host Noah Tompkins interviews Brett Murray, his fellow co-founder of Creative Tide, a social media and marketing company whose mission is to empower rural Nova Scotia to tell its stories and show its value through videography, social media, and human-centered marketing solutions. touched on it a bit but what have been the hardest parts about mm. about starting and, and running a business yeah um especially as a student, as a student. Well, <laughs> especially as like a young person yeah very young person. yeah um well i mean like during the school year i guess the challenging parts were that kind of balance sometimes it'd be like waking up like i remember like someone was wake up like 545 to go film at this one thing because like that's when they had that's when they're doing yeah. it right and like you do that and then like you come back and be like going to class and they'd be like all oh, right i gotta edit this video now when am i gonna do that okay i have three papers do this <laughs> yeah. so, like it was took me a little bit of time just to work out that balance and how to figure it all out and how to like schedule my time and be mm -hmm. like kind of thing and like i think you just for me it was just taking some time away from other things and like just really being like well, what do i want to do like do yeah. i want to do this company like do i want to create this company because i know i did and i was yeah. like okay well if i if i want to 
then this is what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Spend some time on it, but work on it. And basically, kind of like the hardest part with that was, yeah, just kind of figuring out that balance of like, okay, how do I do this? Cause it's kind of this new variable comes into your life, right? And there's a new thing you have to worry about and yeah. think about. And like, yeah. it was just kind of like, okay, how do I do that? And still, you know, like I said, I was. Uh, graduate this year so definitely you know couldn't let like, the class I, I, I'm not I'm not a Mark Zuckerberg I could just drop out yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but uh, yeah that was difficult I think too was learning about failure so one whether it's like you know maybe we had a meeting on like a project we're super pumped up about and, like really want to do and then we thought you know it was going to go through and then you know like you, you walk out of the meeting you're like oh that didn't okay it didn't work they didn't like what we proposed yeah whether it was our price whether it was our offering and like we got it was it was hard getting kicked around at a couple of meetings oh, and walking totally. out and being like oh we friggin suck yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean no. that thing and like oh, oh yeah. we can't do this because yep. we thought this is like our prime opportunity here and we just went and lost it yeah so like that sucks like you have i can remember like having kind of weak periods of being like can we do this like oh, we just yeah. lost a client that we were super excited about doing we thought we we're a good fit yep. we liked them we think they liked us thought it was our ticket thought it was our ticket and yep. then you lose it and you're like whoa what, what do i know anything now because i was yeah. pretty sure about that yeah and if yeah something you're pretty sure about just vanishes in front of you like that and like you walk out feeling like like dirt because oh, like defeat you're, you're just completely. this complete feeling of defeat mm-hmm. and i think that was hard but just then getting comfortable thing being like all right well do you know what that's okay we just gotta kind of you can feel sorry for yourself for you know then it was probably a week but now it's like okay i feel sorry for myself for like the drive home and that's like all right well we gotta get back to it now yeah exactly. so it's like what are you gonna do you're gonna sit around sulk around about like yeah this potential project you lost or like are you gonna move on and look mm-hmm. to the next possible opportunity for you and like just get better yeah. learn from it okay well what went wrong in that meeting that yeah. that they said thank you for your time but no you know, okay, well, let's improve on that. Like, let's not have this happen again because we exactly. don't want that feeling again, right? Yeah. So, and I think every time you do fail like that, you just get a little better and a yeah. little better until the point where, like, you, you know, the next meeting of that sort, they say yes and they want to do it. And man, it's because you've done that work to change yeah. whatever it was you had to change, or like maybe you didn't, it wasn't even changing, you know, anything about like your actual deliverables. It might just be like learning how to talk about yourselves. Oh, totally. how to, we had that know, experience. Right? Like, being yeah. like, how do I, how do I kind of like show the value in presenting to them? Yeah. Right. Cause that's difficult with a video sometimes. Oh, totally. like, it's like, how is this? It's yeah. a minute video. It's you, what? Like, no kind of thing. Yeah. You're, and it's, and it's, you have to learn to like show your value and the value of your work. Yeah. Um, another thing I would say is that's hard is like how slow moving progress is. Yeah. Um, and how it's not even noticeable sometimes. Like, you know, it's kind of one of those things that you like, you don't notice it necessarily like the progress and the success you're, you are kind of going through. And then like a month down the road, you're like, you look back to where you were a month before and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. We actually did make a lot of progress. We did yeah. do a lot of good things. And all oh, right, we did. Now we have a few more projects on the go that yeah. we're getting paid for. And this is yeah. freaking great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just like dealing with the failure, dealing with like how slow moving things are like, I kind of describe yeah. it as like having like a you know a 3d kind of rectangular rock and like you're pushing it and pushing <laughs> it and like 
sometimes you know you might get on a little hill and the rock goes a little further quicker and mm. then sometimes you got to push it up a hill and then sometimes there's you know you're going through a little crevasse and like you got to shift and shake <laughs> and push it through like you know lengthwise which is harder but like mm-hmm. then you get past and you reach another hill and it's yep. nothing is linear for no, sure not at all. with entrepreneurship it kind of comes like a lot of times when it rains it pours and then yep. And that can be good, but then sometimes it can it's rain for bad things too, <laughs> and then you get droughts. And yeah, but you know when it it's kind of you just gotta look at the whole picture. I think yeah, totally. as far as the struggles of it. Yeah, I think you know I would I would totally echo all that same stuff. I mean we we've, we've been through it together. Mm-hmm. Like I know another thing for me that's been really difficult is just building the confidence in myself as somebody you know who's a twenty one year old university student. Um, to be able to not not even to be able to do it but just reminding myself that I can do it and that we are valuable and that like yes like we're this is what we charge you and like this is why kind of thing and like dealing with you know for long we still get it right and we talk about it all the time with the whole kind of like you know you say you're starting a business and people are like oh that's cute kind of thing or like you know it's the whole like yeah you're doing that little video thing or something isn't it yeah like yeah. The, what, what's the, the little thing you guys are taking photos or something yeah. like like when they're referring to our full-time jobs yeah right yeah. so like it which doesn't feel good and no. for people to com- consistently devalue you and like consistently not take you seriously because you're 21 whereas if you were 40 years old and you were like oh i'm starting a business people would be like oh great like good for you you're need an entrepreneur like we need more of those but like when you're our age, unless you're, the only time people seem to take you seriously is if you're building an app. Yeah. Like, and literally, unless you're yeah. like building some crazy tech thing, people yeah. like don't take you seriously as a young person starting a business. And for us, you know, it's not like we're like we've done something really cool, I think, but I don't think we've done. You know, we haven't reinvented the wheel. We yeah. haven't done anything that's like people were shooting videos before us. People yeah. were doing marketing before us. Yeah. Like people were doing a combination of those before us and they'll, they're doing them at the same time as us and they're going to keep doing them after. Like, but it's, it's, it was really difficult to have people not take you seriously and we still deal with it. And it's weird when people are like, oh, so like, what do you do for work, Noah? Like, you know, mm-hmm. we're talking to whoever um, and it's like, oh, I, uh, I, I run a business. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just still, I'm still uncomfortable even yeah. saying that. Like, it's yeah. weird to, to not just say like, oh, I work for whatever and just yeah. like you know oh i'm doing my co-op like a co-op job or i, yeah. or I work for whatever doing whatever like it's weird to say that still and then people be like oh because when you say that they're like what do you mean you run your own business mm-hmm. and um i think that for me has been one of the hardest parts and like again me and connor tried to start like five different businesses and mm-hmm. each time we told people like we're doing this like we're starting a business and i would get super pumped about it and i would tell people about it and uh, it was the kind of thing where we did it so many times where people, it was almost like, uh, uh, what's the analogy? Boy wolf. Yes, yeah. the boy cried wolf, exactly what I was looking for. Um, where people almost didn't take me seriously when I'd say that anymore because they're like, haha, yeah, no, you said that two years ago too. Mm-hmm. Um, but to this day, it's still a challenge yeah. having people um, look at you that way and not necessarily take you seriously. And then I think people are starting to take it seriously so. and they're going to keep doing it I think yeah. because I mean all you do is prove them wrong right mm-hmm. and uh, it's something that you're going to encounter especially as a student um, not just from people who aren't related to your business Yeah, you can be trying to sell to somebody and they're not going to take you yeah. seriously because you're 21 or because you don't have this or you don't have you know investors or whatever it is mm-hmm. but 
um, you just deal with it and you prove them wrong and that's what we've done yeah yeah and like I think too from an outside perspective like I do, I do like see why people say kind of like feel that way like I mean especially in the early days of like you know back to foundations marketing like when I was kind of you know what I mean like telling them about it yeah there's uh it was pretty weak like <laughs> it was right? yeah, so totally. like then you're going through and they're like oh wait, starts weak. wait I, this is what you're, then you know you talk a month through later it's like oh I thought you were doing this you have this new business now and it's like well no it's the same business it's but we've, we've made some pivots and made it better but like you know if you're not in that kind of kind of headspace with it then like it might seem like you know you're failing and you're like oh you failed a bunch of times now it's like yeah yeah. But we're a hundred times stronger for it, yeah. and our, our offerings are actually what are you know what's needed. Yeah, know, what we think exactly. Is yeah, we're yeah. we're not trying to make something fit. We're not just being like, no. ah, let's no. jam that in there. Like even though they don't yeah. really want it, maybe we of can course. really sell them on it. Like yeah. no, no, that's not what we're doing. No, and so it, like, it doesn't work that, for any business. No, you need that that period of failure and building and rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, so something else that I want to ask about um, is what what has helped you the most with starting and running a business yeah um i think listening to the right people um mm. like we really lucked out i think with with our support system here um whether it be ryan mcneil or, or michael shepherd uh paul callahan giving us literally mike free kennedy. in office space mike kennedy dropping yeah. in like every day you know it's awesome um tom domazzi at the, the you know across the street and roads there helping us out so much yeah. like as business counselor um I think even just like I know a lot of the summer we try just to like set up meetings with people and tell them our ideas tell them as much we could about us and like just learn from there because like even might only pick up one or two things from them but like yeah. then you can you have you have a question to answer then yeah right? because I think too that's one of the hardest parts about it is you know like typically went to a, to a job before for the most part last summer was a little different mind you but like you know there's kind of a set of list of things you do and how yep. you do them there's a process to it um, so w- at least from my experience, it's like, you have to first go out, find what questions to answer. So you have to like <laughs> yeah. write the questions and then answer them. And yeah. you never really know if you're writing or answering the right questions. Right. No. So like, I think that was really helpful to like get out of your own, our own heads kind of, and, and have people that have done it before and know what they're doing and know how to help kind of like yeah. stimulate that, that conversation and change with us. Um, that was just so valuable. Yeah. So valuable. And like without without that help like we would be months behind in our progress uh, like, if like we're even still if doing even it. we would no, we, we, yeah we, i wouldn't be still Honestly, doing this without no, like, all those mentors there's no, no way no way there's no way i would have figured out all of no. myself no like i cannot emphasize how important mentors are in yeah. that sense and not just mentors but like for us every all the times that we got our energy back up when our energy was low or every time that we learned something new that we were like Ah, okay, good. And you know, when you 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 get a feeling when you you start, you you'll be in a conversation with someone, and then you start getting this feeling of like, okay, and you you almost you don't know exactly what it is yet, but you're developing some kind of idea. You're like, okay, I understand. You're starting to learn, and you're like, okay, you're realizing that some of your assumptions about what you thought were wrong, and like you're starting to learn from it. Um, for me, like you know, and this includes the mentors, but. Um, any other you know community members and friends family like family friends like everybody just talking to people about it just talking about your idea and talking about your business and talking about your problems and everything and, and to different people and asking questions and I know for us like our most productive weeks are probably the weeks that we have the most meetings 
Yeah. I would say like when we're, when we're actually out talking to people and we're getting coffee with different people, whether like, whether we think, you know, like they're going to give us business or whether we just think that they might be able to teach us a couple of things or they might be able to tell us we're wrong about a couple of things or whatever it is, or just have general advice. Like whenever we've gone and met with people and talked to people, no matter who they are almost, if we're talking to them about our business, usually that's where the learnings come, right? And that's, for me, that is what has been the most valuable part of, of helping us get to where we are, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think one one important question to ask too, because like, you know, we're pretty young still, yeah. <laughs> and this isn't, you know, the end game necessarily for us. Um, what do you want to do with your career at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. You know, f- however many years down the road, what what is it you want to do? Where do you want to get? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like, <laughs> it's funny, like, I thought if we could get to the point in this business where, like, I was like, okay, you know what, this is viable. Like, mm-hmm. We can provide the value that I'm comfortable with being able to offer, right? Because yeah. that's one of my biggest things, like, was, like, uh, I my worst nightmare would be like charging someone for something that isn't valuable to them. Right. And that like waste their money. Like yeah. that would, that yeah. would keep me up at night. That would, that would ruin me. Yeah. Um, so once we got to there, I thought it would be like, Oh sweet. Okay. I'm a business owner. Like it's all good. Like <laughs> so much clarity in my life. Right. Yeah. And, and, and for the rest of my life. Um, and that certainly wasn't the case. Cause like, I mean, you still have that thought of like, is this the way I'm most valuable to, to right. the world, to the, to the community, yeah. to myself? Like, you know, do I want to do this? And I think I certainly realized for like the next while, like this is something I want to do. Like I wake up every morning, just like, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Like looking yeah. forward to whatever it is. Or like Sony, I was just talking to talking to someone actually earlier today, just saying like how I, I have like so many just like gratitude moments every day. Or I'm like, wow, like I'm super thankful for what I get to do today and yeah. tomorrow and as kind of a macro look like I'm mm-hmm. super grateful for everything I do so I mean I think it's tough to talk about career like like yeah. I said like even in the last less than a year of, of starting this it's changed so much and like you know it's gone such a different direction like I don't I'm not I, I'm pretty confident to say I'm not gonna be a sit-up talk for, for my career right, right? right. Um, I, I want to you know that's kind of my role role here split with kind of marketing duties but you know it's not something I'm willing to double down on and like yeah. I, I, I know how the cinematographers out there and like that's that's got to be your thing mm-hmm. right that's got to be your double down and I think for me I, I, I'm more interested in like you know maybe the more management side of, of, of owning a business um, I'd love the I love the human part of our business you know mm-hmm. like I love going out and doing it and doing needs assessments with yeah. potential clients and then yeah. right through especially you know once they're on board then talking through the project and like you know going through everything and like figuring it out and laying it out yeah. and then like you know right through to shooting and delivering like I love that human side of it um so like I I, I could see myself maybe like at least I maybe I can't can't give you an answer for what, what I want to do with my career <laughs> at the end of the day but like I think in the next like five years I could say more of like a management role maybe step away from the camera a little bit right. And, and more like business development, marketing side of things, like cool. the, the general vision, vision yep. of, of the business. Um, and as far as a career, I don't know. Some, I, I think I would find it pretty hard to go back to a nine to five. Right. I think yep. I would find it kind of tricky. Yeah. Um, not saying I couldn't do it. Like I'm, yep. I'm, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of companies in the world. I'm sure there's a fit for me out there mm-hmm. somewhere where, where I'm not my own boss. And like, you know, maybe, maybe I do get to a point where 
I don't want to run my own business because, like, the thing is with it, like, you're going to be putting in more hours than nine to five, and it is something that's kind of always on your mind. Yeah. No, it's never. It's like like with jobs, it's like you leave and you can check out. Like that's not. Yeah. You no, don't you check, check, out. check out ever. You never check out. Like it's. No, you go to sleep. You go to sleep. Your brain somewhere. Yeah. Like you wake always. up. Like I say, I wake up with, yeah. with gratitude. But I'm still waking up, and you that's usually the first thing I think about. Yeah. And like, chances are, like when I'm going to bed, like like I say, like how many days a week do I come in? I'm like, oh, I wrote it. I either woke up from my sleep or like, don't even remember writing the note because I was like half asleep writing it about some idea yeah. for us yeah, to do true. or like <laughs> yes. some maybe solution to a problem or some yep. question to ask. Yep. Um, so like, you know, maybe there is a point where I'm like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Like I can't live, <laughs> like I need, <laughs> yeah. to, need to walk away yeah. uh, for whatever it is, a couple of days a week or something. And like, you know, maybe there's a way to do that. Um, I'm sure maybe there is, I, I haven't quite figured it out yet. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think, I think I'll probably be, be a lifelong entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, definitely, I don't know. I don't know. There's, <laughs> there's no way to know. Which is fair. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I think... For me, like I, I have, I have vague ideas of kind of where I want to be. At the end of the day, I do think that I want to own my own business, or not necessarily. I mean, doesn't even need to re- be, you know, say even a for-profit business or, or whatever. Like I just want to, I think, be at the helm of like I, I want to be in charge of building something beautiful and building some kind of community. So like I have visions of. A restaurant a cafe or like just businesses themselves with cool organizations that provide people with cool employment and somewhere to be and and um creates connections with each other i think for me it's just i want to continue creating cool things and beautiful things and making cool stuff and um and building some kind of organization and, and community and i think at the end of the day i want to I want to be able to kind of, you know, step back and retire from building building some kind of community. Right. I don't know what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, God knows. Like, it, it, it could even be not professional, you know. That could literally be me just being a part of a community somewhere. Like, I don't know. But I want to create communities, connection, and something amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's, yeah, whether that's a cafe that's like the center, you know, the hub of a community. Or whether that's just... A business where I get to be an amazing employer and provide, mm-hmm. you know, number how whatever number of people with cool employment and uh, good connection and, and meaning in their lives or whatever that is. But I think for me, at the end of the day, that's kind of what it looks like, and that's incredibly vague. Which is, as we've said, fine. <laughs> I'm so cool with that. I don't know where that's going to take me. Maybe I'll become an accountant in ten years. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm going to sell washing machines. I don't yeah. know. But like. But for me, I have some kind of vision. I think of that down the road, and that's where I want to be. And entrepreneurship and has been a good path, I think, for mm-hmm. for getting there, kind of. Yeah, and I think too for me, like in terms of career, and like, like my dad's an entrepreneur, um, so like I think I kind of always saw that life, his kind of lifestyle. Like it was, he worked, he works, and still does. Like works super hard, and and like I think I've always had an appreciation for that, and I've seen kind of like the what he is and he isn't kind of able to do like he was able to like introduce flexibility when it when he needed to be and like whether it was there for like a hockey game or like to go fishing like it was always like something you could kind of shape and shift a little bit right like okay mm-hmm. yeah I can definitely do that Saturday but yeah I mean maybe it's Sundays back in the office doing a bit or like yeah. maybe he's working a little later tonight but like I loved the idea like of 
being able to, I won't say make your own hours, because when yeah. it comes down to it, you don't really make, like, there's still some controlling factor at play, right? Yeah, it's true. But you can kind of shimmy and shake and shift your hours, which yeah. I like, and kind of, I think that's one thing for me, like, I've always, and kind of talking back to, like, the waking up and always being in your mind, yes, that is a thing, that that exists, like, it's, it is something that's always on your mind, but, like, it's something I'm really happy to have on my mind, I yeah. think, and, like, I appreciate the flexibility and, like, being something I'm super excited and proud of that like really does balance it out. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I think so to wrap things up, the last yeah. thing I want to talk about is what would you tell um, a student who's starting, who was thinking of starting a business or just again, because entrepreneurship doesn't have to be a business like, yeah. or just a student who's thinking of creating something or yeah. starting some new initiative project, whatever, what would you tell those students? Yeah. Um, wow, what did I tell them? A lot of things, I guess. Um, just start. So that's probably my other thing is just start. And I know it's super hard. You're like, how do I start a business? No, no, don't start a business. Just start thinking about your idea and go try it. Like, if, mm. you, if it's something that you could kind of try, like, make an MVP, like a Mimbo product out of it. And, like, yeah. it doesn't matter if it sucks. That's okay. Just get some first reactions and, and start kind of being like, oh, okay. Because then, like, so the quicker you start, the quicker you can fail. Yeah. And as soon as you can start that fail cycle, that's kind of where you're going to see. <laughs> Does not make it sound fun? Right? So like, yeah, yeah. All the entrepreneurship students are yeah. there. Start so you can fail, basically. Yeah, exactly. But no. Um, I think this is a topic. It's, it's, it's a little tricky to like kind of work around too, because like yeah. when it comes down to it, the majority of businesses aren't going to work. They're going to fail. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's like that tricky point of it's not like, yeah, you can do it. Everyone can do it. It's like, okay, well, if, if you have a, an idea, assuming it's like somewhat maybe okay, yeah. go look at it, try and find some mentors, whether that's, you know, like a professor or if it's a free business counselor, which like are actually fairly readily available, yeah. like through a bunch yeah, of different sources totally. that like you don't realize. Oh, yeah. Like you just have to go out and chase everything. Yeah. Nothing will be given to you. And like, once you realize that, that like literally if you're not going out and doing it, then it's never going to come. Mm -hmm. Once you kind of, that clicks with you, then you know, like, I'm always never a person that will, like, run and go get it. Like, if you look at, like, the first four, three and a half, <laughs> like, years of my university career, like, that is evident. Like, I was pretty disengaged of, like, as a student. Like, loved my experience here. Like, made amazing friends. Had awesome experiences. But, like, with the academics and, like, kind of school aid stuff, I was, like, relatively disengaged. Um, and then I was like, oh, I want to start this business. I was like, oh, okay, well, Brett, like, if you want to go, if you want this, like, no one's going to make it happen yeah. but you right and like yep. mind you like I said you find people like you that you yeah. make happen together but like yep. when it comes down to it just like taking that responsibility and just going and doing it yep great um, I mean again I completely agree yeah. uh, for me it's a couple things uh, the first one being like that you can do it yeah. that you can for us like when we first started realizing where like I was at in school and you were at in school and it was like what maybe March around the time yeah. so like we were fully registered like officially registered oh yeah which is a business so it was probably yeah. yeah so like around yeah so March sometime we were you know we were doing things and we were working on it with our first client and like it was looking like a pretty real thing and I realized well I still had five courses left to do <laughs> and what I thought I was going to do was like do uh you know go do another co-op throughout the summer and work for four months and then come back 
and then maybe go full time working and then go and then I was going to go to school full time in the fall again and then we kind of realized like okay you were graduating in May yeah. and then that's what 8 months straight that I am basically completely full time booked up with something yeah. else and not available to work on this yeah. like and I was kind of at that point I was like do I do another summer of guiding and kind yeah. of like save some money and yeah. like, then like go back at it in the yeah. fall like what do we do yeah and it was like so how's that going to work? We're like, what? We're not going to, because it was weird that we didn't really think of that, but we came to that realization. We're like, we think we have something great. We both want to do this, but like, how are we going to make this work if we spend four months apart working full time yeah. on different jobs? Like, it's just not, it's we, not we just realized it's not going to happen. Like, it would kill all the momentum. Yeah. It would, it would kill all the momentum. And realistically, we weren't going to get back to it eight months later. Four months of those, like, you doing like whatever while I'm in school and then yeah. four months with us both working full time so we were like it's not gonna happen and that's when Connor who was actually going to work already had a job lined up and was going to work in Ottawa for four months and currently is there um was like why don't you guys just do this yeah <laughs> like and oh. we were like what do you mean yeah. what do you mean just do this like what what are you talking about we need to have we need to have jobs like yeah. what what do you think we're gonna just do this and uh but we literally had i had literally it hadn't even crossed my mind to just say i'm gonna run my own business for four months um potentially mm-hmm. longer ideally but it had never crossed my mind to be like oh well i have something great we already have our first client um and like i think we can run with it it hadn't crossed my mind to just do it because people don't do that like nobody like it's so rare that you talk to somebody who's like, what are you doing for the summer? Like, oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to start a business full time. Mm-hmm. And granted, like, you know, it's not like it's an easy decision to make. And like, you know, we went into the summer having me having limited savings and mm-hmm. <laughs> no guaranteed income coming. Yeah. Right. But we were, we were confident that we could do something awesome. Yeah. And so we did it and that's what I realized was like okay once we made that decision to do it mm-hmm. then it was like alright this is real this is real like we're yeah. doing this we're going to make it happen and then we worked and we made it happen and so the biggest thing I, I want like that's one of the big things is like realize that you can actually start a business and yeah. be self-employed like that's something that you can do at the age of 18, 19, 20, mm-hmm. 21, 22, like you can do it when you're a university student. Like we, we did it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a one piece of advice. And the second thing, um, if you're going through university, whether no matter what program you're in, if you're in business, it worked really well for me, but like whatever program you're in, the most valuable thing I think I did throughout my education that kept me engaged and kept me learning and loving what I was doing in school, even when it was not something I would typically love to do, um, was I always had an idea in mind. I always had something in mind that it was that I wanted to do and it was from small to big, like from like really specific and like defined to like completely vague and undefined, but I always had some kind of idea, whether that was like at one point in time I wanted I had this idea for a cafe mm-hmm. and with like a specific kind of cafe. So then all my courses, like even when I was doing like management accounting which is not something I ever wanted to be doing with my time I was like okay well I can see the relevance of this towards this cool thing that I want to do and then when I was doing other courses you know I I always was like okay bring it back to something real for me not even just something real in the world but like some idea I had I found that that was incredibly helpful and and kept me engaged in everything if you have something like that you think would be cool in your mind whether you're a business student 
a science student, an art student, whatever, like I think if you have an idea for something that you want to do and you can apply what you're learning to it, um, then it keeps you engaged. And maybe if you have an idea for something cool you want to do and none of what you're learning could possibly be applied to what you're doing at all, then like maybe maybe you're, you should look at switching majors. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like there's something there's something wrong if yeah. you know something that you would love to do and none of what you're learning is related to it, mm-hmm. right? So fortunately, me for me, I wasn't in that situation, but mm-hmm. I think that is just like a piece of advice to actually do. Mm-hmm. And um, but then paired with like the idea that you can do it, like knowing that you can you can actually start a business, mm-hmm. you can do whatever that thing is that you're thinking about, like. You can jump in full time to starting a business for four months, all that. Like, you can actually yeah. do it. Those are for me. Like, that's that's what I would tell people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great. Well, I think I think we're out of time. Maybe even overtime. I don't even know if we got through all our even all our actual questions. Yeah, yeah, there. Uh, so, um, but here we are. Um, so, with that, um, we're out of time. You've been listening to uh, to myself, Noah Tompkins, and my my business partner Brett Murray. We're the co-founders of Creative Tide. And uh, anyway, it's been a great time. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. See you later. The Exchange Podcast is produced by the Fred C. Manning School of Business Administration. This is a volunteer production. If you would like to donate to support the Exchange Podcast, please see Podcast under the News and Events tab on the business homepage at business dot acadiau.ca Thank you. The Exchange would like to thank Paul Callahan, Jonathan Campbell, Kendra Carmichael, Dwayne Curry, Ian Feltman, Mike Kennedy, Ryan McNeil, Michael Shepard, Connor Vibert, and Blake Ward. Music is Pickup Truck by Silent Partner. Access copyright free at the YouTube Audio Library. Follow the Exchange podcast on the News and Events tab on the business homepage or at SoundCloud under Exchange. Until next time, I'm Kazna Hines, yours in Acadia spirit.